You're not bringing him to me. I'm bringing him to you. What makes you think he won't see it coming? Because all he'll see is me. He was wise to use you against me. Hello, third sister. Revenge does wonders for the will to live, don't you think? Wait! He just needs to be a boy. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Goodbye. Darth. You're listening to High Tea with Monsters, Rebel Scum, and Vigilantes. This is Brett with my co-pilot, Stephen. Hello there. Hello there. We're going to run that joke again. And also goodbye there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it? Certainly seems like they've set things up to continue this series for as long <laughs> as they can milk money from Star Wars fans. Only money. Blue milk money for uh, the fans and um, hopefully some milk money for Liam Neeson, but maybe not too much. I mean, because... certainly not enough to like get him a good looking prosthetic beard. I know. That maybe... beard looks terrible. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I don't I guess. I mean, you don't have to, you know, when you're when you're Liam Neeson, you don't need to grow the real thing anymore. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Um, Suppose not. Suppose Certainly. He's... Just like Millie Bobby Brown in season four of Stranger Things when you don't have to shave the head anymore because you've made it. Yes, yes. <laughs> we it can is. do all sorts of things with the, with the fun hair. Um, no, but yeah, we have reached the end of our first season because yeah, I think we it's... were... I think it's going to, yeah, for sure. They're going to do a second season. We were told, we were told Disney plus that this was a, a special, a special package. And here it was. And they now, lied to us. They lied to us, Brett. Those tricksters at Disney plus with their, with their stories. They um, knew, they knew it. They knew what they were doing. This was supposed to be a film trilogy. You know that we've just, we found that out. This is this was supposed to be this is movie one that they've stretched into <laughs> five and a half hours. And wouldn't it have made a movie, Stephen? Wouldn't it have yeah, made such a such a movie? Because there would like, be yeah, oh. there'd be a bunch of stuff that happens in this that we don't have to see because it doesn't advance the story or make any sense. <laughs> so, dear listeners, as you can probably suss out, Stephen and I have some feelings about this one because we we like we we shouldn't have but we do we go in with expectations when some of our favorite characters are um reinvigorated by the the brilliant minds at disney and um certainly uh there were some ups and some and some downs and some mm -hmm. really amazing moments and and i think um some triumphs uh for for hayden christensen christensen certainly this yes. was a, a, a formidable return and um for people who were rooting for his his comeback this overall series amazing and obviously um you know I think Ewan McGregor can do no wrong. So I think everyone who 
who enjoyed every minute of him and many of the actors and actresses supporting in the series um, were a treat to watch. For me, you know, my favorite, um, I guess now Disney princess has always been Princess Leia, the um, mm-hmm. queen of my heart since I was a wee, you know, toddler, um, far smaller than um, the actress who plays her in this series. And so to have um, six full episodes of her when we didn't know that was coming mm-hmm. unless we t- uh, tore into the corners of Reddit yes. um, that spoiled the show, we, yes. we really enjoyed um, the journey with her. Um, Mm -hmm. We thought tricky Disney that it was going to be all about Luke um, and Tatooine. Um, So for fans of Leia, this was a really special ride. However, here we are mostly Star Wars podcast to, to dig into some of the things about the story that Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily gel Steven. Yeah. You know, I think in general, the show, like you're saying, had some really strong ups but man, did that story have some strong downs yeah. uh, in the sense that it doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of the time. Uh, and I and it certainly feels like they had a script, which we know that they did, and they had to turn it into a TV show. And so instead of probably taking the amount of time that they needed to do that, a la a lot of more of the earlier Star Wars films from this like, you know, reinv- you know, Disney franchise star wars palooza they sacrificed the story for emotion the medium and spectacle. too yeah. yeah and i'm not gonna say that again like there's some really fantastic moments in the show it's probably one of my favorite lightsaber battles and then there's just like long beats where you're just like i don't know why the characters are doing what they're doing it doesn't make any sense but to help the prequels along, and especially if you didn't get into the animated side of things where, you know, Obi-Wan and Luke are actually characters that you give a shit about, this does a good job of kind of being like, hey, these are interesting characters. Let's let's take a closer look at them. And, you know, it's not just this kind of like boring one note performance that we mm. get from most of the actors from the prequels because they were acting, you know, to a green screen and a like tennis ball half the time. <laughs> So so certainly this is if you didn't watch Clone Wars, especially or Rebels, this is probably really kind of like, oh, man, these characters, it's a kind of a breath of fresh air. But right. Oh, God, the story at times is just annoying. Yeah, (laughs) I think just do dumb things all the time. To me, it's interesting because I think, you know, if you go in with, um, you know, I talked to my brother about it. You know, he went in without expectations and I go in always type A with all of the expectations. So for him, it was a really wonderful experience. And for me, I was kind of like always just like, I think this is going to happen. And I've like read a little bit too much on the internet and um, always reading the tea leaves and the casting and over, over analyzing the trailers and, you know, um, forecasting. And I think, you know, you raised a point the last time we listened about, or the last time we spoke about Kathleen Kennedy, you know, talking about Star Wars, the medium for Star Wars of the future being television or streaming. Mm -hmm. And um, when you make a decision like that, and, and all of the things that follow, you know, that wasn't the 
that wasn't an option for the original right. vehicle for Star Wars or even for the prequel and necessarily the sequel vehicle vehicle for Star Wars. But when you make those kinds of decisions, the subsequent decisions, like making it a six episode show, mm -hmm. you know, even that kind of a, a decision because network television, you know, when you order 20 episodes or 12 episodes, and even just looking at, you know, skewing how many episodes Mandalorian, you know, starting with 10 or, or eight and, mm -hmm. and book of Boba Fett and, and what that looks like. And when you commission actors who are, you know, Oscar caliber actors and contracting and salaries and, and those kinds of things for um, crew and writers and directors who are, you know, tier top tier talent um you can't order 15 episodes so it right. does prohibit um the kind of narrative storytelling that the animated series could do mm -hmm. in 24 episodes right. or right like 100%. a like a see one season of um clone wars can tell mm -hmm. and you know, you you're catering to audiences, like you're saying, uh, that are a mix of people who come in completely informed of the expanded universe and right. canon and non-canon stories, comic book readers who are looking for that frame of Vader, um, you know, in in um, situations that people who have only um, seen the films, mm -hmm. um, are not familiar with. Right. And so mm -hmm. like there's treats and, and moments and Easter eggs that are going to please and tease certain audiences and not others. And so you're not going to get a, you know, an A grade from any audience oh. with all of it. Right. Um, but it is interesting, the decisions that they make. If you're going to involve multiple villain arcs, right? You've got mm -hmm. inquisitors and you've got an inquisitor with questionable motivations and you have Darth Vader and then you're going to invoke Palpatine kind of at the end. And, you know, we don't really necessarily know, like, is Haja good or bad in one episode? And then we've got, you know, the hint of the rise of the rebellions, like a little bit of a teaser for what I guess we're going to explore in the Andrew series. Like, it's so many, many arcs. It's almost impossible to keep focus on any one storyline other sure. than the main one with any amount of commitment week sure. to week. Uh, so it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to do and it's hard to do it all well, I, I guess. Yeah. And I think it largely probably falls on Kathleen Kennedy's shoulders. And I don't think the show is a failure. I think it's mm -hmm. a product of the fact that this original treatment and script that was being trilogy that was being conceived was done, you know, prior to Solo. And yeah. Star Wars changed a lot. They made a lot of choices. Right. And bringing in like John Favreau to do Mandalorian. Yeah. And having him and uh, Dave Filoni and, you know, even Deborah Chow was involved, obviously, with Mandalorian. I think they thought, well, we'll stick Deborah Chow on, onto this project, but the story has not been woven in the same way that we had with Mandalorian yeah. or with like Marvel, right? Where they mm -hmm. take time to like build up these characters and bring them together for things. Like this was almost like 
I, I, I imagine for season two, it's probably going to be a lot better because they'll have a little more time. It'll probably go through this kind of new process that they've been running the TV shows through. But this is kind of, it has that feel of, and I know people love Rogue One, but Rogue One yeah. suffers from the same kind of thing where like half the movie feels like it was by one person and the other yeah, half feels like it was by somebody else. Yeah, same it's, a with war, it's a war movie. Half of it's a war movie and the other half of it is like a um, like Intrigue. an epic kind of like spy right. strategy. Like, yeah, it's it's a it's it's definitely a two parter, and it could have been two movies that would have been really compelling. Right. Um, and, and that's probably Star Wars's biggest failing up until I'd say The Mandalorian is just like disjointed vision, mm-hmm. right? Like even with the the final three films, it didn't feel like it was unified. It yeah. felt like it felt like at times, especially with <clears throat> the last film, contradicting itself constantly. <laughs> um, yeah. And this has a little bit of that because you, there's episodes, especially episode four, which yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I think it's a waste of time and um, which we'll get into. Yeah. But there's a lot of just like weird, repetitious storytelling because I just feel like they didn't quite flesh everything out. My other biggest thing, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, is we start off, they start off very strong, right? And we, we have with Jimmy Smith's back as Val Organa. I know, underutilized. 100%. And then we're like, oh, we've got, you know, we've got the Inquisitors. So we know I am the, Inquisitor. the Grand Inquisitor from Rebels. And then we obviously have Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. And then, you know, obviously, of course, Leia, right? We have, we have, we have young Leia. Granddaughter, maybe. Baru and Owen. Yeah, Joel Edgerton's back. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going you're gonna to go to the extent to, to bring back actors from the prequels yeah. who are in really supporting, supporting roles, like minor, minor players in those films who actually are like, you know, Big active actors, actors today. <laughs> yeah. And then we introduce in a very short amount of time Rather than maybe threading the needle with characters from Andor that's in a similar time period or, you know, bringing in somebody from Rebels, bringing in characters that we don't have to spend a lot of time explaining them because they have a presence. They they just don't do that. And I and I just don't know why they didn't do that or why bring in Liam Neeson and not have him whispering and or providing some kind of guidance throughout I, I have a thought on that and i and my theory is if once they made a decision to make this a multi-season show somewhere mm-hmm. along the way because we know at some point darth maul was involved right we know there was a like a version of this series that was darker that mm-hmm. involved darth maul and I can't imagine how packed the, uh, a six episode series that involved Darth Vader, Darth Maul, the Inquisitors, and Liam Neeson, and all of the different characters, and Princess Leia, and little Luke, and you know all, mm-hmm. all of the characters that we see. I can't imagine what that would have looked like in six episodes. We would have been like the like just sure. all over the place. So. Like, I think, I think one, 
they made those decisions because they didn't want to deter from the focus on Ewan McGregor. You have a leading actor and this is like his show, right? And so if mm-hmm. you're like, I'm throwing in like other characters who are like whiz, like Darth Maul, like, I mean, there was a recent, um, there was a recent interview that was done with some of the um, production uh team from phantom menace that said that when ray park came out in costume um that they had to like do some editing around like just the reaction to him coming out in costume for the first time like natalie portman's reaction was so stunned like and shocked because no one had seen him in the full prosthetics before that it was like it like sucked all of the oxygen out of the room like it took it just like that was the movie. Like everyone was just like, Oh my God. So that probably would have deterred from Hayden's comeback. It would have deterred from the story arc, like between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, it would have deterred from the Leia Obi-Wan story. Like that would have been too much. And then obviously like everyone's like all in on the, um, Qui-Gon return, like that probably would have taken away some of the meaning of the, the relationship between, Obi-Wan and Anakin. Um, so I think that they probably removed some of the very powerful elements from this short six episode arc um, to save for later. However, like yes. those are things that we were craving seeing. And it feels, I actually feel like they could have done a lot more with the Anakin Obi-Wan starting with episode four, you have them both in the back to tanks. I feel like if you are going to dedicate like last Jedi, which, you know, I think is like probably the, the most underrated of the newer oh, for films. Sure. For sure. It is. You played so much on how powerful this duality in the force, mm-hmm. like the, between Ray and Kylo Ren um, was, you know, if, if you have this opportunity to show what that powerful connection between two force sensitive people and especially Mm -hmm. like brothers could Mm -hmm. be that they're feeling each other's pain in the back to tank. Like why not like show more of that mental connection, that physical connection, like that felt felt like a missed opportunity to me. So if you're going to remove all of the other major characters that we wanted to see, and you're going to make it about these two and this big buildup to their confrontations, two confrontations between them, show more, show me more of like Anakin and his gearing up for facing him not just about his conversations with inquisitors like and showing more of what it's like for them to be mentally linked don't just make it all about their interactions with like side characters like i want to see more of that 100 and i think they had an opportunity and they and by far this was the best of hayden that we've seen you didn't kill anakin Skywalker. I did. Where their friendship is never in the prequels. Mm-hmm. It's only in was relegated to Clone Wars after it's the in fact, an elevator and in Clone you know? Wars. <laughs> and that was probably the most tragic thing that 
George Lucas could have done was not get us, not have the experience of getting to see these two people who yeah. clearly love each other as like a father and son. Yeah. And, or brothers. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. It's it's just a shame. And we get a little bit of this there. And that, that could have been an opportunity for a flashback. Bring back, you know, bring back Padme. Who's yeah. like, if we're, if we're going to try to like fix the prequels, have Padme in a flashback. Except Maybe it's going to cost ripped. a bajillion. She's too ripped because she's been filming as the mighty Thor. So she yeah. has to wear like to a de- shawl. They'll have to like de- <laughs> they I mean, de-mus- de-rip de-rip muscle Natalie. Yeah. Say something about the mother because she's just too ripped <laughs> but disney she, has her like i know have, you know she's know. there she's probably what? in the same studio filming like, yeah or she was we, in sydney instead we get haja who we don't get enough of him to really yeah. care we get roken who's i don't underdeveloped I don't, under, underdeveloped so to me i'm like well who's lead? he's apparently leading the path yeah which killed I'm off like, Tala, who was most interesting, right. coolest, um, and, other than Leia, coolest character on the show. Right. Really bummed out that we're not like clearly they killed her. So I, I guess assume unless she's somehow like resurrected or like combined with her. Well, apparently, cool, like you robot. Can be, you know, well she yeah, blew, sawed in half. Yeah, <laughs> she I mean, blew she up. She blew up. So that's I was probably... like, unless they like merge her with her. Um, what's his name? The poor mute robot. Um, the loader. Ned B. Yeah. Um, Why didn't she throw it? Why didn't she throw it away from her? I think, yeah. And they're all like, oh, this is so exciting. We get to see a thermal detonator like actually being used. Because he's holding a thermal detonator. And I was like, this is not, this is horrible. Like she was like the person I cared the most about on this show. Yeah. Next to um, also like Leia and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's also a product of choices in that show that I'm just like, I don't understand. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know you have strong feelings about her at the cubicle. Um, And maybe it's a good time to kind of just, you know, should we, should we, start, yeah, should, should we, we start going go through minute my, by minute? My least favorite episode to start, which is episode four. It's Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. Go back to episode four. Yeah. Episode four is where I think things started going off the rails because episode three, it ended so strong with mm-hmm. Vader, Vader dragging people through the streets and killing them. Um, right. We but were it- like, Right. It also ended <laughs> except with... for with the weird. We didn't like the hide the hiding place with the mist like layout that you couldn't get out of. Yeah. Um, like how how did how <laughs> like, did Riva get there? Before how did she not had, lap? How did she not like, like run in front a of really Leia? Interesting catacombs layout, but then she like pulls down a single curtain, and then the whole the whole thing yeah. is like is it's like if my kids like built a like a hiding place in my basement, like it's not actually that that cool. Like you think a bunch of Jedi's would have a really sophisticated yeah. hiding place. Also, <laughs> if you're gonna have someone leading the path, should have been like an should have been a former Jedi doing it. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah, if like. No. You know, I, I don't know. There's just some you think weird... one Jedi would have like taken taken uh, the sacrifice yeah. and been like, OK, I'll stick around and like use some force magic to conceal us like except everybody is like, we'll just let this guy do it. Yeah. So the only moment I like about episode four is the very beginning in the back to tank. That is a cool thing. It was probably in the original script and that and instead they were like, we got to fill time. So let's get Leia captured again. Like we literally 
have done a rescue arc of Leia, we're going to do it again within an hour. So the fourth episode is literally, we did this beat. He went and rescued her already. And now she's got, he's got to rescue her again. The whole thing is nonsensical, you know, from the moment of Roken being like, I'm sorry, but that's not my problem. Yeah, and then he immediately is like, if you want my help, you got it. Yeah. And you're like, wait, this is terrible storytelling. Then we bring in like a celebrity that we're thinking, oh, Maya Erskine, is she going to be like Dr. Afra or somebody (laughs) that we know instead? I don't even know her name. Yeah. I don't know. who. I don't know. It seems like it's like very, this whole thing feels very. Yeah, I I actually went and Googled them to be like, is this like a couple from like, um, like a book, like an audio, like a book from like, right. um, like non-canon nope. book that I've read before. No. Cause I was like, are they like a, or are they like parents of like a, like a pilot? Like, Cause you know how there's all these pilots who are like, oh, their parents were like, you know, famous. Yeah. And I was like, are these people I should know? No. And we have a similar moment. Like, are these people we should know later in the episode that we'll get to? Yeah, um, we but, know one. Of, we know one of them is Wade because at the end when he dies, Wade. She goes, Wade. <laughs> Wade. Yeah. As if we should care about this person that we don't have any investment in. <laughs> There's a formula in Star Wars for breaking into a base. Yeah, all the all the video games do it. They the Clone Wars and Rebels did this story beat a bajillion times. Um, new, a new hope. There's things that I like about the episode that also happened very early on in the episode are, I think that the actress who plays Leia in this series that we talked about her last time, like mm-hmm. who um, comes across as kind of like younger than her age, but like she really has command of the character by this point in the series. Like, and mm-hmm. I think that she has in this scene, right? Cause we have seen like Leia interrogated and um, kidnapped in, this is like such a parallel to a new hope mm-hmm. and um, to see her, a younger version of her, even at a 10, at 10 years old, sort of willing to like bravely sacrifice and, and keep information from the bad guys, because this is the right thing to do. And almost like, you feel like she's almost inspired by the hero, the heroism she has seen from her time with Obi-Wan. I felt like that was endearing and, um, it's poetry. yeah. <laughs> it, it rhymes. Again, it's like poetry. So if they rhyme. <laughs> I know it. I know it seems corny, but like, I feel like no. if you have somebody in this role who's, and it felt very like tribute to Carrie Fisher's portrayal of the character, right? Like, I think we can talk about how the, the, the scene where we have Reva tire of of Leia's antics antics and take her to be interrogated by um a slightly older fashioned medieval torture device than the um beach ball with needles <laughs> from a new yeah. hope that that like you know just like the it's, slow moving no like a device that she just screams for help more like the device that her 
husband to be is strapped into in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just the, but I think you know when she trick when she like plays her last card when she's like, "I'll tell you, but I have to tell my father first because we're all on the same side." You see the sort of dip- the diplomacy. Uh, the politicking inner working kind of clever side of Leia and the wit and um, you know, that same like grandfather, maybe delivery that Mm. I think is why they cast this, this actress to play. And this is such great casting. Like there are moments where you see like exactly what the casting directors of these shows were seeing in these actresses and, and people who yeah. play younger versions. And, it, and I just have to say like, that's a testament to solid. It makes that those moments of the show really enjoyable. And yeah, I yeah. do feel like, Oh, it's another, like we're going to break into a base in costumes. And we've done this in Mandalorian. We've done this in book and Boba, a book of Boba Fett. And we've done this in rise of Skywalker. We've done this in last Jedi. We've done this in force awakens where we put on a costume mm-hmm. of an imp and we go in and we like but- act authoritative and we're going to rescue somebody important. And, you know, like, it's just, it's yeah. like every, every single star Wars movie involves breaking into some yeah. like un- impenetrable fortress yeah and... revenge of the sith has them rescuing the emperor yeah i mean in you know, everything it's... like it's just like we're gonna Back go we're gonna go save them ourselves and like that's just what we do and and I, I mean i don't have a problem with that formula i have a problem with the formula being used twice within one episode. Span, like a span of like <laughs> one and a half episodes three hours yeah I it think is that that's the problem i have is then think of something else a little more creative. Yeah. And why did we have to go to the Inquisitorious Fortress? To show it, to show yeah. it off. Yeah, because it's and it's unique looking and we haven't seen it in any other Star, Star Wars film live yeah. action. And they sure. were like, well, this is unique looking. I think it was like, okay, it's very greenish. Like this whole, like the whole show to me like felt- Too dark. Couldn't see, <laughs> I couldn't see a lot of what was going on in the yeah, show because it, it shot too dark. Everything was very dark. It felt like yeah. it was very like either. I know this was a um, something that other podcasters have said. It felt, it felt very like either it was shot on a digitally done or very like shot in Calabasas, you know, like. Well, yeah, because it's when it's dark, it's easier to hide the imperfections. Again, there's cool stuff, right? There's lightsabers in the dark cool thing they do it in force awakens as well it's an awesome like having the light of the lightsaber kind of yeah being that that cool. that okay so let's get let's get okay so let's get to the point where we because that is my favorite scene saber in the dark room so let's let's get to the point we have to get through tala we have to get tala through oh the gosh. worst so i whoever that is was... casting these imperial officers by the way i was like i swear to god i've seen this actor play an imperial officer before i don't know where they find these guys like who look like imperial officers to play imperial officers but this yeah. guy looks like he was born to play an imperial officer who she like talks her way past he yes. just looks like he looks like that person could have existed in 1979 and played an Imperial officer on a ship. And I'm like, dude came out of central casting, like Imperial officers are us. (laughs) It's just like, it. Oh yeah. That whole, that whole arc 
of I, I appreciated the swimming thing. I thought that was kind of a cool nod to episode yeah. one and doing doing all that kind of fun stuff. I can breathe underwater. Yeah, those little like breathing and the video game, thing. right? Doesn't that happen yeah. in? Oh yeah, there. It's it, that was cool, but how she goes to like the open floor plan officer oh God, room yeah. and is like. I'm, fi- just I'm talking, I'm four, talking her I'm way past him. Yeah, four feet away from these other people. And yeah, talking like this. God, look at this place. What are they keeping down there? Like you're telling me that the people next to you aren't yeah. like. She's like. What the f- she's what like. What is this person doing? Okay, I can see a clear path for you from yeah. there to there, and like everyone who's like, it's do just, you work here? Like, yeah, and it's then just like like she's and then the, like. Yeah, and then the guy who's like do you work here? He's like, she's like, you can still keep moving down that hallway. And then going. And then she stealthily, like again, 10 feet away from all these other murders him. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) what? It's so straight up murders him behind like a half wall. It's basically the layout of Dunder Mifflin. And she's at Pam's desk, murdering someone. while people at like Jim and Dwight's, yeah, Jim and Dwight's desk are just like. I'm a Sith Lord. Like yeah. typing, it's and like they like they they know some shit is up, and then she goes and murders everybody else, like while they're yeah. just all there. Like, do they not know how? Do they not have guns? Do they not have blasters? And I nobody's like just hits the red button. This no. is the Fortress Inquisitorious. They're supposed to be force sensitive, like yep. evil people there, right? Yeah. Like. And then isn't Darth Vader there or is he not, just like off? He's still well, off healing in the back to tank. He's not there yet to murder anyone. He, he's just I think he's healing there because he comes okay. out at the very end. Yeah, because he comes there to like choke Reva. He's just like yeah. not around yeah. yet. We get this kind of like there's stormtroopers everywhere. There's yeah. there's there's we we literally see them walking into a wall. There's so many of them at the end. Yeah, just looped into like there's digitally like just so many of them just everywhere. Yeah. But no, there's just a whole bunch of people just working at cubicles. What are these people at cubicles even doing? We don't even like dark science cloning secrets. Only the Sith. Knew. There's no. so many people. There's just not even, they don't even have things to do. There are so many useless stormtroopers. Yeah. Like the dude who yeah. he just drowns just like, Murr. yeah. You know, and I guess Obi-Wan didn't put on our, like didn't go and put the stormtrooper armor on. <laughs> in a new hope but i was like man that's a dumb choice just put the armor on and then the, there's like seeker droids or whatever his I'm hair like, he's like i'm not messing up this hair are you yeah. kidding me and then we go yeah, to like no. the mausoleum of okay yeah we need to talk fuck, about that scene pardon, jedi that are just like <laughs> no, it's okay. we don't we, we don't we don't we don't care about any of these people. So yeah, like- let's talk about this okay so this is very to me my first note that i took was this is this is very like minds of moria right this is all very minds of moria the first thing when he walks in there is like this is no mine it's a tomb and um so it like it's literally verbatim this place isn't a fortress it's a tomb (laughs) they just steal from lord of the rings here and he walks in and we recognize the first guy. 
right? Yeah, as a very like minor character. From One time we've Clone seen Wars. him from Clone Wars, really old guy who's like hiding his lightsaber and his walking stick, right? Who's yeah. that guy? Like he's like a yeah, cool old, cool old Jedi, right? That we've yep. seen in Clone Wars. And then we get lots of clothes, like as Leia's slowly being strapped into the torture device yeah. in another room, we get a lot of Obi-Wan looking into like a glass case. This is also very Guardians of the Galaxy in um, Infinity War when they're in the collector's um, yeah. museum and like seeing lots of relics, like, and like, it's like, he looks at something and you're like, Oh my God, who is that? Except and you're like, it's and not you don't an know Easter who egg. The, you don't know who the hell it is. Yeah, it's, just, it's not like, Howard the Duck. It's not like anybody where we're yeah. like, oh, nope. It's nope. just like, ah, oh, who is that? And you're like, I don't know who that is. And then like, then you see a flashback to Leia and she's like, help me, help me. And then it's like, okay, there's Obi Wan looking at another person. He's like horrified, and you're like, that looks like a Dothraki soldier from like you know Game of Thrones. And yep. then you like go to another person. You're like, is that a, that's a, that's a kid, like. Who is that kid? Maybe we saw that kid get killed. And then you do. It is like I went back and like I rewatched the first the first episode and I was like, okay, it's one of the kids that was like Reva's friend, like like, from the first episode. Like dorky hats that yeah, stupid hats that ones have to wear. Um, But like you don't know any of them. And then like everyone on the internet's like, one of them is Mace Windu, and I'm like, dude, if one of them was Mace Windu. No. We wouldn't be like, is that Mace Windu? Like, you yeah. think that they wouldn't be like, it's Mace Windu. Like, you think they would hide it in a little. First no. of all, the person had like their full arm, right? Yeah. No, it's just, it's a bunch of nobodies. And I feel like so what like, they kind of ugh. do is they look like they're an amber or something. Yeah. And it gives them like Jurassic Park, but for Jedis. Yeah. It maybe (laughs) gives the illusion of like, are they in stasis? Are actually these people not dead? Yeah. And maybe they leave that open-ended intentionally for, you know, whatever. So they could be like, oh, and we freed the Jedi for sensitive people from the Inquisitorious Fortress. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a dumb dumb it's a dumb dumb thing, <laughs> and yeah, it's followed by a lot of dumb things like hiding Leia under a cloak. That yep. that's that's dumb. Yeah, we have to get there still though. Okay. So he hears her screaming, and he comes rushing in, and this is like the only this is like the coolest scene visually, I think, in this dull, dark, green, amber looking. Minds of Moria feeling scene, and actually, minds the Minds of Moria scene in Lord of the Rings is the Fellowship is actually really oh, a really awesome. cool scene. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, like visually, it's like you're at first it's very yeah. dark, and you're like, what's going? On? I can't see, and like, I don't know who that is, and I'm like, like I had to like freeze, and like then I had to like zoom, like look at my phone, and I'm like, I don't, I'm like pausing, and I'm like googling, I'm like, who the hell is this person? Um, so. He, he goes in and he shuts out the lights so that the, the stormtroopers are like, cause stormtroopers are already so stupid and they can't see anything in the dark. And that's the one really cool scene is when the lightsaber lights up in the dark and he murders the first one. And the second stormtrooper yeah. is like, Hey, stop where you are. Cause that's going to work on a Jedi. This episode is the time we see Obi-Wan actually doing shit with his lightsaber. That's yep. not shitty. Yep. And that's another problem I have with this series as a whole how does Obi-Wan go from 
kind of shutting himself off to the force. To badass. To badass in the last episode. We don't get any of that. To, That's to me. my second note here is. What, we, what changed between th- episode yeah. three and episode four? Things that we punish Anakin for endear us to Ben is my next note. Because when Anakin is vengeful and angry and motivated by threats to someone he loves, mm-hmm. we're like, fuck him. You know, like he like killed all those sand people, like the women and the children sure. too, right? Right. But the thing that, that like, has been crawling out of a back to tank before he's fully healed, ready to go into the, the fortress inquisitorious. And yeah, like, I'm not saying like stormtroopers are the same as innocent, like no sand, sand children um, and Tuscan Raider children. Cause they're... we don't call them sand children anymore, but I'm just saying like the, the motivation that's driving him is attachment to somebody he now loves. Like I, you mm-hmm. cannot deny that he has developed love for this child. Sure. And that is the thing that Jedi forbid is this attachment, right? This is why they separate younglings from their parents when they're six months old. It's this love, this attachment that he has formed. The same thing that is why like Anakin's fear for harm to Padme and mm-hmm. his, his unborn child is like what, you know, in a really fucked up, like completely genocidal like way caused him to do all these horrible things but like mm-hmm. the the underlying emotion it's almost like obi-wan can can like now understand that and if we like were to focus on that and have mm-hmm. him like have a moment where he processes that and that's sort of what drives him to become like an old man who lives alone in a cave you know mm-hmm. like some of those things to explore i think would be kind of cool um to your point like how does he shift from this guy who like can't yeah win a fight right and i don't know that's again where i feel like why isn't there a moment where i get being like oh i was there with you the whole time Mm -hmm. that's where qui-gon shows up at in his head a la obi-wan what he does to luke like it's a precedent set of like and where we could have some symmetry to a new hope where yeah. Qui-Gon goes like Obi-Wan in his head, like, yeah, you've got to remember your blah, blah, blah. And then Qui-Gon we get- was all about balance. Yeah. I mean, and that's what Obi-Wan, like to a fault was just so like you see, Stuck. and you, you almost like in that, in that back and forth between um, in episode five that we're get, we're coming to, like between the the flashback fight between Obi Wan and um, forty year old de aged uh, <laughs> Hayden poorly, Christensen, that... poorly de aged Hayden yeah. Christensen, you almost feel like kind of like fuck you, Obi Wan, <laughs> in the beginning because it's like he's so he's almost so like condescending sure a little bit that you're like i kind of get it why he wasn't a was good, so pissed off like and, wasn't and a good qui-gon teacher. was a good teacher because he was qui-gon like was, yes he was like obi-wan you are ready like because obi-wan was like i like i guess i am ready because it was because of his his good teaching and his um like like 
Qui-Gon was a teacher who was ready to kind of let him go and like move on to the next generation. But he also was like willing to defy the Jedi council and like, sure. you know, like I think he realized there were some, some genuine flaws to the model. Um, I, I, I just don't know why clearly he hasn't connected with Qui-Gon for 10 years. Yeah. And at the end of episode three, you Yoda's think he like, has the resources to do it like soon. Yeah. Like Yoda's, Yoda's like, Yoda's in like, all of- in your solitude on Tatooine, training I have for you. Training. An old friend has learned the path to immortality. One who has returned from the netherworld of the Force, your old master. Qui-Gon. How to commune with him, I will teach you. You clearly didn't. Do a good job. Yeah, and also, again, that's another character we could have, Yeah, literally could have had. like, Force projected Yoda meeting with with Obi Wan, being like, "Yeah, you have yeah. to do this." For I feel like-, like Yoda's failings are not oh. explored either, and like that's another that's another whole thing just, that. Yeah, I don't know why we there are opportunities where they could have connected some pushed things, pushed it a little bit further, just connected a few more dots, and because I just don't this is the same Riva's whole story is yeah is, her motivation is, is dumb it yeah. doesn't make sense and so, she does her best but it does the story itself is not great <laughs> so we get to now to talk to about your favorite part of this episode which is Obi-Wan has oh well, well we have to get through um the nod to um Fallen Order which is uh, he's got Leia now, right? And Tala has uh, no. This is this is how he gets to Leia because Tala has to create a distraction to get Reva out of, Reva out of the room, so he can do the cool lightsaber move, right? Which is the worst. I think the worst. It's like create a distraction, and she comes in and she's like, "I was told it couldn't wait." That to me is like Reva's like she could just kill Leia first and then like. You could tell like Reva's like, it's supposed to, we're supposed to think she's conflicted and doesn't really want to kill Leia. Like, cause it's all like a, like, I don't really want to kill kids, but like, yeah, like that's when I'm like, oh, this feels like a, like a crack in the facade, like in the whole, like I had a droid as a kid one. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You were a Padawan. You don't have anything. Like there are opportunities. It's all over the place. Like, yeah, they could have advanced the story. Cause honestly, the story does not advance in this episode outside yeah. of like, this is how they figure out how to get to Jabim. Yeah. Which they could have been like, Reva could have been like, I put a tracker on the transport. Like she's, she's like, just, I, and, she's you know. too, she's they're They're too, like they're locked in by, they're, they're locked in by the pre-existing commitments to the storyline that like, you know, they, she yeah. can't do anything to hurt Leia. And then right. like. Can't kill Vader. Yeah. You can't, she's, she's, um. Yeah, so like I feel like that's where you hamstring Reva's character development a little bit. So she's she's talked out of the room by Tala. Then like you have like Reva sizing up Tala for like too many minutes because they got to give Obi-Wan enough time for him to escape with Leia. 
And Tala's like, well, I'm a spy. And then it's got to be like, Reva's like, right. well, who are you a spy for? And then it's like a complicated storyline. And then like, like the siren goes off and you're like, Reva would obviously kill Tala. Like, cause it's yeah. clear what happened here. And then yeah. Tala like easily kills all of the guards who have her under so, arm and somehow gets exactly to where Obi-Wan is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have like purge troopers in that room. I know with like with her. Yeah, I, she's so it, easily like able to get out of every story. She's clearly the most badass fighter oh, in the world. She's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, again, they could have literally sand the snake. End, <laughs> the end. The end of episode three could have been like they escape and Riva's like, "Don't worry, Vader. I had found their ship and put a tracker on yeah. it." Yeah we'll find where their base is. Yeah. And we didn't have to have this episode. No, but it's because it literally she, does. Mean, she just nothing. turned Lola evil and with a restraining bolt. I know that also was inconsistent. I was like, you don't like, how is the eye? Like she turned why, the eyes red. Like that's yeah. like, why would it? So go getting <laughs> into that next episode after like no don't because we have to talk about the water the water breakage scene oh. where like somehow obi-wan Do we? well okay because <laughs> you were talking well you brought it up like uh, he went from being like unable to like hold a sword to like now yeah. he's suddenly able to hold back the ocean with one hand while protecting yeah. leia and he's flinging away like <sighs> like blaster rays with his lightsaber while holding back the water and like i know that that's uh, just for listeners who are gamers like that's all that's all literally taken image by image from fallen order so we have to give people that that nod so we'll move on quickly from that but tala gets there he holds back the water he saves everyone he outruns the water he outruns the ocean like he (laughs) what why didn't he why didn't he like force speed away like he does in episode one when he's a freaking yeah i know i know why didn't he just why didn't he do that the whole time since they have that convention utilized power force speed has not been since i think people yeah i don't know you'd think that that would look cooler to 20 30 years later um would have come in use could it would have come in use right then yeah you would think they wouldn't need to do the trench coat trick either but here we are your favorite moment of all of this this season put her in a box put her in a box do something got her under his his imperial coat and we've got so dumb it's so dumb and we might as well have weakened at bernie's somebody like this is and then then he doesn't use his lightsaber then he's just using his blaster and they again with the blaster yeah even though we've established he's like now he's just like got his mojo again i guess i I don't know doesn't have and then he doesn't think to use the force really at all in the hangar bay like where it would have come in handy like close the door or do something awesome or push all of the all of the troopers off the cliff cliff. yeah yeah off the ledge push like the inquisitors you know and (laughs) again a lost opportunity to have a quick but cool lightsaber battle between him and the inquisitors all of the inquisitors yeah Yeah. it could have been awesome any of the inquisitors and um Instead, yeah, and the we, Inquisitors who are angry at Reva, like clearly just always like stomping around angry and not really doing anything about it. And we um, never see them again. 
<laughs> for some reason they just aren't in the rest of the show anymore I know. well they don't need to be because we yeah spoiler alert the grand inquisitor is not really dead because he has two stomachs so but apparently so does riva yeah know. yeah nobody 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 has except one. qui-gon qui-gon unfortunately is the one person in star wars who can't be stabbed in the stomach yeah who can and, and dies right the rest survive i just don't understand again they bring the Grand Inquisitor back, but like, where's fifth brother? Where's don't you think this is the time they would be like, we're bringing everybody to Jabim? I know, right? Everyone nope, come no, along. No, no, no yeah. No. So, so, yeah. So <sighs> we lose our what's his name again? The guy who dies, Wade. Yeah, Wade. Wade is lost to the waves of the planet upon which the fortress and yeah, waves or 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 the explosion from the i'm no longer interested honestly in the fortress inquisitorius i thought it was going to be cooler um yeah <laughs> that's what happens when you introduce something cool with no reason to do it i feel like the, the just... planet that battle between ray and kylo ren was on was cooler yeah it was um, i mean yeah it was ray. not endor yeah. ocean endor Ocean Endor was much cooler <laughs> with half of the Death Star in it. Yeah, um, that, that, that was. Yeah, those and like the in, the uh, interstellar kind of waves going on. Mm-hmm. So then we leave and like we have the emotional. That's I like the departure the, the, was the cute. whole the hand holding. And yeah, that is really nice. I, and then Reva I mean, anytime. Gets... Yeah, anytime they're together is great. There's no hand holding for Reva, but there no. is force choking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it's uh, he's all about just force choking. He is uh, that is that involved. when he stomps into uh, to to be mad at her though, that is maybe the angriest Vader we see ever. Um, angrier even than his arrival in episode three. Like when he yeah. comes in there, that that may be the strongest moment in the episode. He is furious. Vader is his apoplectic with fury Mm -hmm. um like he trusted her like he deputized her you know like he was like ready like he like coached her he mentored her he's like you're my evil deputy i I get that you get how important this is to me you failed me um yeah and then like releases her enough oxygen to be like i like this is part of a plan so and, and then the next time we see her, she's promoted. Eric Voss from New Rockstars, uh, my favorite like YouTuber for all things fandom, pointed out that that's triggering for Riva to when she's like kneeling as a kid and he comes, Anakin her. comes and stabs her and all of her friends. Um, so it's kind of like he's promoting her, but he's also like it's a it's like a trigger. This is where things start to get even dumber yeah when it comes from a story perspective (laughs) so where it goes off the rails yeah you you messaged me about um you were already like at the penultimate episode you you had some thoughts now that we know what we know right that vader that you know reva is using this we find out later in the episode to get revenge on vader but really doesn't have a plan to do it. My thing is they somehow as if it's almost as if they knew that this was her plan, but why did they let her come? Like, what was 
the point of letting her become an ink like i don't understand what's the thing like i don't understand any of it it doesn't make any sense this is the episode that (laughs) that begins with the like it's all about we we knew we knew when they cast there would be no reason to cast hayden christensen christensen if there was not a flashback Yes, and that There'd be and that's no cool. reason whatsoever. So everybody was like, "When is this freaking flashback coming?" It's like we're five episodes deep. It mm-hmm. better be coming. Everybody assumed it was going to be something really eventful, and it actually kind of was not. Like, yeah, so so. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a narrative framing that I think is, it, is, is yeah is, is at least interesting. I really was hoping this was going to be something where we would see them surrounded by clone troopers. Like I was like, if you have again, this is like resources, Disney. You already have Tim Morrison. Like yeah, they just, in your they, clutches. Like why we get like one measly homeless trooper reference? Like come on, like so this is it. Again, to my brother's point, they'll go in with expectations because you'll be disappointed. But um, we're in the, you know, we get we our first glimpse of Anakin is him gazing longingly because he can't for half an hour be away from Padme, like at the tower where the where she is, mm-hmm. um, as he's like waiting for his training session. Um, and the whole thing is, is just a framing device. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. in the, in the battle, like what perspective, you know, Anakin overconfident, um, right. You know, guns blazing and Obi-Wan, like, you know, always, you know, more strategic, more paced, more patient. Right. But then he's secretly playing a long game with the grand inquisitor, knowing that Riva was going to betray them. I don't understand it. I don't, yeah. get, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I understand the like, you know, Sith are always trying to kill yeah. other Sith. I get that. Yeah. I don't understand why it's like, ah, uh, the Grand Inquisitor shows up and he's like, hello, third sister. Revenge does wonders for the will to live. Don't you think? I, I, I don't It's more, under, I don't more get it. formulaic. It's, it almost feels like every episode has some tie into some other Star Wars film theme, right? There's always like a broken hyperdrive or right. some faulty but, ship that hinders what? the escape plan, right? So they're there. Yeah. But <laughs> let us let us in as the viewer to some of the stuff. Yeah. Like, let us in on some of what's going on because we're the viewer. Yep. And I don't know. I it, To me, it just feels like poor poor storytelling and it, it also goes to okay we have lola why didn't lola just hack the doors open and let the troops in well yeah so lola's just there to like just destroy apparently yeah like, lola's like if, with a restraining if, bolt which i don't understand because that's just right. basically like restraining bolts we've seen on droids before just basically stops them from working from like work like i don't so, know if if she's been hacked if she can close doors why isn't she opening the main door yeah lola's basically possessed by some force demon and she's just there like destroying shit she's basically like like an evil grogu in the ship just like disrupting mayhem and suddenly like haja's there as like a babysitter um for leia while obi-wan like manages (laughs) there's all this like weird things where oh, I'm going to like give you my lightsaber and oh, I'm going to like, 
I'm going to have this conversation with Reva. And then it's like everything we set up, they're constantly just like negating it. Like, oh, and then Reva just cuts through the door and unlocks the door. Why didn't she do that in the first? It's just like weird stuff like that where I'm like, I don't understand the logic of of some of this. And I, it, it really bo- it bothers me. There's some cool things, but I just... Again, why didn't they send a bigger force down to the planet? Why weren't the other inquisitors there? Why were I, I just don't <laughs> so many wise. get it? Yeah, it's so okay. So why would Bale my, send that my, message? Yeah, my first note after the Neil thing is Bale's message is worst ever. If you think it's he's supposed captured... to be a secret communique, right? So it's right. like between the two of them, it's supposed to be discreet. It's like I haven't heard from you. I'm concerned. Oh, I'm concerned. So maybe you're um, captured. I, and I'm going to. If I don't get, yeah. hear from you, maybe I'll go. To, I'm just going to go to Tatooine and um, look after the boy. So, like, why wouldn't he say, "I'm just going to go to the. Like, I'm going to go to the like, planet." If I'm concerned, I haven't heard from you, so I'm going to go to the boy. Like, I know we said no communication, but your silence worries me. He's found you if he's learned of the children. If I don't hear from you soon, I'll head to Tatooine. Owen will need help with the boy. It's, if he's captured, you dumbass, what? like somebody don't, else just has go. the freaking communicator. Yeah, just it's go. not like, like just go there. It's not a secret anymore. And you just gave away the planet that they're on, or like why yeah. it's like, it's that again, that again, like what that is the again matter is with you? Poor storytelling. So that we could have a device dropped that somehow, yeah. Reva so that you it's, know, you know, as soon as he says that, that somebody bad is course. going to get it, and, and so he just goes like, it's, and it's, and Obi Wan's all like listening to it, like in a room yeah. full of people, and you don't even know. Like at that point, I'm like, some, I'm, I wasn't even convinced that somebody on that ship wasn't horrible at that point because I was like, some, I'm like, this is like, I don't know who all these people are. Like, yeah. there's like, I don't trust anyone here. And then because yeah, we don't know any of the, we have no yeah, investment. In I'm like, I'm not really sure who Haja is. Like he, five no. minutes ago, we didn't know what he, like what he, his motivations were, and um. Yeah, so he's just like, yeah. It's there's a lot. There's just a lot of. There's a lot of strange motivation. Like even with Riva's like long game, yeah. of hunting Vader. So what atrocities did she commit to get where she's at? Yeah, and I mean, did, did yeah, she? Really you don't think... know what I did to. You don't know what yeah. I've done alone. You know her right. message and. And so, did she really think she could take Vader on by herself? And to your point about like um, repetitive um, devices, like Obi-Wan, again, like like it feels like every episode, he's like, don't tell Leia, like I'm going to go like turn myself over to the bad guys, like someone else take care of her, like here's all my stuff, like <laughs> to hold my purse, like I'm going to go, like Leia will repair, like Leia will repair the ship, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah there's another thing too like all the children like there's no labor laws in the galaxy no. like they're just all like oh like the 10 year old will fix it's a stuff. pretty ter- it's for an organization that has <laughs> seemingly for the last 10 years done a lot of good they're they seem pretty inept <laughs> yeah so you know? so she's up there and like now everyone's gotta like go so this is the this is the tragic scene where tala's Tala's mm-hmm. met, meeting her end. And this to me was another 
I mean, this was probably in production too close to when Dune was to to borrow literally from it, but it's a very um, Duncan Idaho, Jason Momoa's character in Dune ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's um, Lucas ripped off Frank Herbert a bunch. Yeah, so 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 this felt to me like a very, uh, very Dune esque parting for Tala. Like, you know, just kind of like here I go, like sacrifice myself in a in a like, and and um, she buys enough time. I don't understand that. And again, I don't understand. Like they kind of go out, they go out and now here's the chance for like Obi-Wan to have his like come to Jesus moment with Reva enough to like, this is the moment where they bond, right? And so he can like, like he suddenly unearths the kernel of truth. Like you're a young, you're a Jedi youngling from the temple who survived, you know? And somehow he got her holster at some point. Oh, Tala's holster? Yeah. Yeah. How? When? Yeah. When? I don't know. She blew up. <laughs> well, I'm not going to give you a <laughs> blaster. Like, I don't know when when he got yeah. it. Yeah. When did the holster blow up? That's a sturdy holster. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she gave him a backup. <laughs> I don't know. It's so dumb. Um, <laughs> I just had a really, really <laughs> twisted thought remembering. Um, Boba Fett holding his father's helmet. Yeah, and then yeah. maybe it's head, a Beskar head. holster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's and then and and we get week. we get one of the my utter utter brings me pain. How dumb of a moment <laughs> with the second ship. I know. Yeah, it's so, so bad. We have Who's to get. Flying well, we we have to get there. So wait, we have to get past this. Like, I don't understand when or if did they agree to work together? Because no. he's like, you're not bringing him to me. I'm bringing him to you. What makes you think he won't see it coming? Because all he'll see is me. Cause, cause Vader's like, know. he was wise to use you against me. Cause you and I were like, who's playing which long game? Who's who does number two who? work for? Yeah, it's it. It is. It is like who's like we didn't understand. Cause it doesn't make any sense. It That's doesn't. The problem. Cause like we, cause you're not bought in enough to her motivations yet. Like, no. and this is not against, not against Moses no. Ingram's acting. No. No. such as she's such a seriously like one of the most phenomenal actresses right now like i just love her like just i can't say enough no, about her work it's just like we don't we still are not and i think it's because it's, it's just such a complicated series of plots like we don't know enough to know like hmm. it's almost as if we should have had instead of that stupid episode four like <laughs> some really interesting exposition to explain the motives of the characters yeah, that I don't I don't great. know enough. Like I I don't know because I feel like she's got Stockholm syndrome working for and tortured by and like still working for and like partially loyal to the person you try to kill her. But um, she but but Brett, you're not serving him, are you? You're hunting him. Thanks, Obi-Wan. 
thanks for for telling me now now it all makes sense yeah I know but you you and I were talking about this and you were like I think the whole script just needed another pass and I was like well was Vader using her while she was using him well, the real grant, grant, this is like a literal conversation, guys, that means like me and Steven actually talk about this stuff after we watch the episodes. This is not just like we are not just having these conversations for the first time right now. So like this is a text after episode five, like between Steven and I. And I said, and so Vader was using her while she was using him while the real Grand Inquisitor knew about it. And how long did they know about it? And Steven said, like, why didn't Reva just cut through the door? And then in reply to my question about who was using who, and he said, exactly. And I said, I'm not sure who's playing which long game. And he said, did they always know? And he said, they're all ex-Jedi. So you think they would. And we just, we don't know. We don't know. Like no. we're like really reacting no. to this for the first time. And then he talked about how he hated how the fake out with the second ship, which is what we're going to talk about now, because that's God, been I used. Hate it. I hate it. Who's flying that ship? How big is that ship? Somebody how, how is bi- pulling a Laura Dern, which we also talked about. So that could have been a great opportunity to, I guess, have Maya Erskine die there or something. I don't know. But he rip it's it's to show Vader Holdo using his Holdo. What's her character? Holdo, yeah. Yeah. Admiral Holdo to use the force so we see how strong he is. But wouldn't it have been cooler if he was like trying to hold the ship? And that's when Riva attacks him because he's distracted. Hmm. Yeah. Story. But we still don't know because that's like, that's when we were talking about this and we were like, well, now we know that the finale is going to be all about like, is she or isn't she? Because like, yeah, we, and- we don't, because we just still don't know. Because like, even though. <sighs> the fight's cool. I like the fight. I like that Vader is just like, he's just like you are like it's as if she's just this like she is she's <laughs> nothing and you, i think and he and so vader vader storms in i think it is it's cool to see vader force pull a ship yeah and i or maybe cooler maybe to see him do it than ray when chewie's on accidentally that he's not accidentally on kills but doesn't kill chewy like you know how they say the trans they say the hyperdrive's down maybe he's pulling and he rips part of the ship off but they get yeah. away because reva wouldn't be surprised him. i mean and, and yeah and reva inter- inter- interrupts him yeah they would have gotten the same point across yeah this, yeah this, the scale but she's of not the that ship. she's not that she's not all that with the force you know that she's not as powerful like, no, but she could have been sneaky. Is it like he's holding oh. it and she's going to try to go stab him while he's preoccupied? Yeah. Because I don't see how she thinks she, can't she could get take... close enough, though. I yeah. mean, she's like, he's... I don't see how she thinks that she could fight him. He didn't even have to draw his lightsaber. No, that was awesome, though. That was so that was dismissive. So cool. <laughs> it was, was so... just like stopping it with she the was force. like a mosquito. And that and then... that to me was almost like, come on, like you could let her get a little. Well, and then he like, little... was like, fine, fine. I'll let yeah. and then he like broke her lightsaber in half <laughs> that somehow so magically re- gets repaired. Painful. I know. Right. Later, I'm like, how did that lightsaber yeah. like he breaks it? But anyway, yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I mean, like that was a cool that was cool. Because you think like you think she's like you like it's kind of cool because you think like she's badass 
until you see her against Vader and you're like, oh, well, fuck it. Like she's, she's yeah. not. And also Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan totally didn't pick up on the fact that he's like, oh yeah, she's not strong enough. I know. Like, you're like, like, he's like you, oh, fine, I'll you just let you die. From episode <laughs> one on, you're like, oh, she's like, she is like intense. Cause you see her like against like Leia, who's a 10 year old. And then you're like, you know, she's, she's intimidating and she's angry. Like, and she's it, vengeful and she's been like traumatized. So you're like, yeah, this is a like a, an hmm. angry, powerful yeah. person. You know what would have been cool? If they had had all the Inquisitors or at least a couple of them there, you know, because- She could have killed some of them. She could have killed real. one. Or For real this time. Yeah. <laughs> or it could have been like they're fighting and then Vader, like you see then her Vader best them. Yeah. And then Vader's like, okay, you can fight me. And then he just like- just clocks her right it's yeah but it's like we never get to see her kick ass with a lightsaber yeah yeah because yeah because now you feel now you feel like she didn't really kill the grand inquisitor no why she, she why didn't she cut did, his head she off she has yeah i know go for the head like thor says right like you just gotta go for that like thanos yeah it's it's also Eva, man she's it, just so traumatized and just yeah. like so so and, beaten. I oh. and I think what's terrible too is at least from the interviews that have came out from the original writer who did the who did the first script and who was planning the trilogy, she didn't know he was Anakin. And it's not until later that actually Obi-Wan reveals it to her. Oh and then man. She's like, so that motivates her differently. Yeah, that would correct. have been actually a really cool. That would have been that would have been so powerful, and that would have been such a cool thing for her to act. Yeah, because then really she cool goes see. back, and then she's like, yeah. yeah, and then she's like, that I'm not would have tell been, you. and the the like to see her like vomit over that would have like I've been working for this guy, like that right. would have been oh my that god, that would have been, been so a much, amazing, much better the motivation. Physical, like we don't see anyone like physically ill over like learning what working for the Empire because right. Tala is the closest we've seen to saying like this is for like this not this is like a notch in my belt for every time yeah and speaking I've of fall to... and speaking of fallen order the script for this came out before Fallen Order, the yeah. treatment of Riva, and the same kind of beat plays out in Fallen Order. Yeah, I know. I saw that. We we get a cool moment. We get Vader doing something really cool with that fight. Yeah. But it wasn't earned, in my opinion. I don't feel like the Grand Inquisitor really added. Like, I love Rupert Friend, by the way. Like, I'm a Homeland, yeah. a homeland fan and generally love him. I um, just don't know why they didn't get Jason Isaac to play him. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I just, I, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, unless it was like a thing where kind of like when they just like hand out like to Prince William and Prince Harry, like stormtrooper roles where like people are just desperate to get into the Star Wars. But it's, it, he didn't do any, he didn't do any like leaping around or anything like no. that. And so like, if, no. if it was a question of Jason Isaac being Isaac, Isaac's being too old, that didn't wouldn't have mattered. No, he really didn't do anything at all. He like yeah, was very he, stiff with a yeah. lot of unnecessary prosthetics. Like Rupert Friend is a very fit and yeah, young he, assassin bodied type yeah. man. And he and it, I had no problem with with his very attractive, not when looking like the Grand yes. Inquisitor. And yeah, I had no pro I didn't have the same kind of problems that people had with him being like, oh, he's like. 
he's not like as thin and gangly as and I'm like well it's a freaking cartoon like give me a break yeah like people like if they had Freddie Prince Jr. playing thinner and ganglier than than what they made him look like as the Grand Inquisitor which I was like why make him look fatter and older like it's 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 (laughs) it's just I don't know I don't know I I don't understand you know then then he's like ah yes this was you know you're going back to the gutter where you belong yes and and you know then we (laughs) then she mysteriously is gonna find the the recording or part of the recording okay yeah so let's go to that because that that moment um and then she's gonna get a ship to fly to ta- like time. What's the timeline <laughs> yeah. here? What's okay. the timeline here? How does she? Things move very quickly here. Things yes. start moving very quickly as we go towards. Um, so we had some predictions at the end of episode five that didn't necessarily come true, but they kind of did. Yeah, I feel so like I feel like my, almost all of my, my predictions are gone yeah. out the window. Well, my question at the end, my notes at the end were of all of the people you're going to give Haja the calm link was before the end of episode five. So that played out mm-hmm. about yeah. right. Um, and then you and I texted each other before you said there will be a line like, why is the boy so important? But it can't be too extreme. Otherwise, it'd be weird that Luke doesn't remember the time that an inquisitor tried to kill him <laughs> like when he picks up the lightsaber in a new hope he's like oh wow what is this this is like, so cool uh... there's not a moment of like yeah there's that time this like crazy lady tried to like murder my me. biggest issue with the entire show and everything to do with star wars period other than the fact that luke's last name is skywalker yeah, it's a, it's a dumb thing. Is. They didn't. They couldn't even change his name. Every... They're like they were like Leia. We'll get, well, Leia will be Leia Organa, and yeah. then Luke. We're just gonna. We're and not gonna even call him. All Luke. like why? Why is where's Belga after he hung out with all those Jedi for so long? Yeah. Um, why not call him? Why wouldn't he? Be... Why didn't we kill him? Why um, didn't Leia get to keep the Skywalker name, but Luke did? Every person on Tatooine knows they that know, o- they Owen know. is Luke's uncle. Right. And I don't I don't understand why they just wouldn't have been like, oh, this is my son. This is Luke Lars. Yeah. Every. It's because every George person Lucas didn't think knows. about any of this when he did A New Hope. And so like when she shows up, when Reva shows up magically on Tatooine, and is like I'm looking for Lars, oh, like oh Lars, yeah. Oh, which I don't think she even has a last. Yeah, name. yeah. And he's the only Owen on Tatooine. Which and... like they can have a Dryden Voss and what's the other guy's last name? Who's Voss? Quinlan like, Voss. Quinlan Voss. Yeah, <laughs> who's the dead? They're... The dead. Uh, one of the dead Jedi, right? Well, he's no, he's alive oh no the one who's escaped through the path yeah he's so, been helping he's been helping the path out and and here we're gonna drop a character that's from clone wars and not not you know that could have been the leader of the path but anyway right yeah um, so you can have a common last name but apparently owen is the only owen in the galaxy well, well it's just <laughs> weird because he's in town getting some like you know new speed belt because luke burned it out because yeah luke who's driving at age 10 
Um, like, which like is we not, get it. We get it. He's like Anakin. He's just Thank like you. his dad. Thank you. Like, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Like we didn't know that, but okay. All right. Yeah. Fine, 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 fine. Again, it's like poetry. So if they rhyme. But like they're in the same area at that point. They're in like the same. On the vicinity. same farm. Living they're on like, the same farm. They're in farm. the same city at that point. Like yeah. she's, they're both downtown. Yeah. So they go back. Some dude is like, I told her where you live. <laughs> <laughs> right. They go back home to the homestead oh, and then the they don't decide to like go run away. <laughs> like, first of all, Baru's like, we've prepared for this. Uh, she's going to come at night. I'm I've... like, wait, <laughs> Mostly. what? Mostly. Mostly wait. they come at night. <laughs> Mostly. Like, why? Why is she going to wait till the night? I mean... The last oh. time a Sith Lord attacked a, attacked people in Tatooine, <laughs> it was in the middle of the, the day when Maul attacked Qui-Gon and them. So I'm like, okay. So there's this weird... Maybe they're preparing for um, our favorite uh, like one-hit wonder from Mandalorian, that the dude um, from that one episode that Fennec Shan... Oh, yeah. Takes out Fennec Bobby, Shan's intestines. Bo- Bobby Cannavale's <laughs> yeah. son, right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> He, well, he comes at night. Mostly. Yeah. Why don't why don't they get on their transport and just go somewhere else on Tatooine? Like she doesn't have a tracker on them. Yeah. They could just like go. But instead they're like, no, you know, we got this. We <laughs> I've we been su- preparing for this yeah. moment my whole life. You know, the Inquisitors <laughs> killed a bunch of people in town not that long ago, but you know, we we've got this. Yeah. You she know. no, he he looks at her though. Like she's like, We're enough. You and me. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, <laughs> are you like, a secret? And she what? pulls out a whole bunch of rifles and he's like, where did those come from? Yeah, <laughs> this is the Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Smith moment of <laughs> She Star like Wars. throws a gun at him. He's like, I don't know how to use this. Yeah. And she's like, like, she just pulls oh, out God, a whole bunch so, of guns. Like she's got an arsenal in there. It's like, so dumb. Um, in their uh, crawl space. It's so dumb because literally they could just be like, we're going to go fuck off away and call Bail Organa, who's supposed to be going there yeah, who never Bail shows up. Who forgot to go, forgot to get on the um the didn't transport. Care. He didn't care Tatooine. enough about Luke. <laughs> he was like, oh, wait, sorry, I have a meeting. Jeez, oh, I don't, I don't, um, I don't Who also go. apparently doesn't, isn't that interested in where his daughter is either, by the way. Like, Timeline. Just, I'm still confused. Flying a ship like with a yeah. bunch of refugees just like around the galaxy, and he's so he and his wife and their sh- their shitty cousins are doing nothing to get Leia back. They just trusted like a like a like a rusty Jedi it's and speaking, a network of underground yeah, to get her speaking, back. Speaking of the freighter or the transport, <laughs> yeah, let's get back to the freighter. Yet another <laughs> shitty ship. <laughs> Shitty ship and dumb story beat <laughs> where Vader is like, we have oh. them in our clutches. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, at least in Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett had been tracking them. So that's <laughs> so it's like at least there's like a thing that makes sense. Oh, no, no. Instead, it's like we're in a Star Destroyer with a we've got a whole squadron of TIE fighters. We're not going to send out. We've got a shuttle my my private shuttle i'm the best pilot in the galaxy i'm not gonna go track stand here and 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 then stare at this ship yeah 
And then this jankity and this ship that we have never seen a class of before ever is the jankitiest ass ship. And somehow like the, the, the ship, the quality of ships on this show, I'm sorry. Like after we've watched Mandalorian and like, we've got, um, like the upgraded like Naboo fighter, like to replace the Razor Crest and in some of the classes of ship that we've seen, like it's such it's such an underwhelming downgrade. Right. That we're watching some of these like this the saddest ships in the galaxy and <laughs> such yeah. a sad state of like, affairs. And again, uh, there could have been a moment where Qui-Gon is like you must face Vader to bring balance to the force. No, 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 no. He's like, he just like, all right, I'm going to take the drop ship. They're coming after me. So apparently this small ship has a drop ship somewhere. The middle of the ship is where all the people are. So I'm like, where, where is this? It's under did, the ship somewhere. It's got to be like there, it, a, oh, the ship. It, oh, the ship opens up without all the people dying of. Yeah. The scale of the ship makes no sense. Yeah, no. But when the dropship comes out, that thing flies like a like a fly without one wing. I mean, also has a hyperdrive. (laughs) So I'm like, why didn't they if the hyperdrive? Why didn't they put everybody on the dropship and just hyperdrive out? Everyone, everyone on a lap. Classic, (laughs) classic problem. The last Jedi that I have of like, why didn't they just why weren't they just like shuttling people off in the little shuttle? But anyway, yeah, I don't know. That, thing, um, that thing's not making the Kessel run. No. So <laughs> the dropship, and he's like, he entrusts Haja to somehow, you know. Haja, and Haja suddenly, suddenly a Leia expert. I find she needs to be given space. He's known her for seven minutes. And, yeah. and she's, and he's suddenly her whisperer. And like yeah. he goes and talks to her to get her to like forgive Obi-Wan, like give him like a, like a, like a talking to and like he's suddenly now her her bestie yeah um which i was like oh come on and i did like all of that again any of the times we get obi-wan and leia having a moment genuine great Great acting yeah except shining moments except the holster i don't i don't know where that holster came from i still can't get over the fact of like well i wasn't gonna give you a blaster leia yeah because at first when i first watched it i was like I first I thought like, oh, has he been carrying like Padme's holster? Yeah, I, from and then uh, I, clo- from yeah. uh, Attack of the Clones, which yeah. I would have thought was really cool. But then he's like, oh no, it's Tala's, and and I'm like, I I just don't know where, I don't remember her giving that to him before she. Yeah, durable holster if it survived. Yeah, nine like so, nine movies and two yeah. characters and yeah. So the dropship goes. Vader doesn't go. Vader I, is just like, like he, he's like looking at the ship and he's like, Phew, nope. Like, and he's not like, I'll take my transport and go after him or send the Inquisitor, send the TIE fighters. No, he's like, let's just all go after the one ship. And the Inquisitor kind of tries to be like, ah, but, but the, the transport's going to get away. And Vader's like, I don't care. And it's just so stupid. And I'm like, 
you have like a bunch of ships no, inside your ship. No, the Inquisitor is like, uh, this will set us back 15 entire years, sir. Like the yeah. entire stake of the empire. And the, like uh, we, this will, if we do this, this will end the rebellion swiftly and we can all go home. And Vader's like, Obi-Wan is all that matters. Like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> just, it's again, that's, again, the singular focus of, you know, this is my, my moment of revenge. I will take it. Yeah. All about revenge. And at which some is, point, which is ironic because at the end of the previous episode, it was the grand inquisitor who was like the sweet taste of revenge. Is right. So delicious. Yes. I love revenge. Yeah. Riva, you are going back to the gutter and it feels so good, you know, like, yeah. so now he's yeah. all like, no, sir. Like we will not take well, revenge. Right, 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 right. And once again, somehow, somehow between episodes five and six, Obi-Wan is back to being full of full strength, full strength, <laughs> Obi-Wan. I don't understand why we're not led into that. Why is that? That to me is the interesting part of the journey of Obi-Wan. Yeah, show us a, like himself a Rocky to the force. style training sequence, you know, yeah. like um... have him have him meditate on a lesson where he hears the voice of of other Jedi masters like Allah Ray and they and they commun he communes with the yeah, force. Yeah, or even just one, you know, yeah. like even just like even just, I, I, just one either one of time. his masters yeah and it's like no no he just somehow did it and fine okay i can let i if, again I, I think it's yes, it's, I can let that it's like the implication being that he's motivated by love desire to protect these children that he now cares for and that's what makes me angry is not angry it's strong but like he has come full circle in this but feelings these feelings he, that anakin had and like, we are like yeah, yeah yeah now like endeared to him for admire like having these feelings he, that anakin had that I feel we like, punish anakin yeah. for he doesn't get he doesn't like concede to his emotions in the same way that that anakin does and vader does like when even at the end when he's like going back to Tatooine and he like senses Luke's in danger he's just kind of like very nonchalant like ah oh, Luke I'm gonna engage my hyperdrive and there doesn't seem to be any urgency to to that which I also think is weird um I don't know why because you're right that to me would be more interesting because these movies all kind of lead up to the very end of that yeah. The Jedi have been doing it wrong and yeah. attachments aren't so bad. Yeah, I um, think that that would have been to me like a moment where Obi-Wan realizes because we don't it doesn't seem to me that there's a moment where he realizes that he was on the wrong side of that. And I, I think that that's an important lesson to learn. Mm -hmm. I think he needs to have that moment where he's able to acknowledge like it, it doesn't need to really apologize to Anakin I think he needs to realize that there's more than one 
um, approach and that like, that's almost maybe why, maybe that's why Qui-Gon and him haven't really connected and, you know, that's important. And if, if he sees that the force is about balance, it's almost like what Yoda, when Yoda tells Luke to burn the the books, like that's, you know, a moment that Yoda has to come to and Luke have to come to. Um, but did Yoda, but did Yoda know that Ray had taken the books? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think if if obi-wan had that moment would obi-wan have taught luke to be a jedi because he also like pulls a double take on that because in the first episode he's like when the time comes he must be trained and then later yeah. at the end of this he's like he just needs to be a boy <laughs> and you're like boys okay. will be boys why why does why is that the case but i still why? bought him this ship yeah and he's, and then owen's like you want to meet him and yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I'm like, Owen. then, but then like, t- but then 20 years or 10 years later, Owen's like, that wizard's just a crazy old man. Yeah. And then so like, what happens like, that he's gave me, he gave me that toy. That's like, to me, like fan pandering, it muddles things in my opinion. You know that Luke know, at least knows him. So sure. like, he has to know him at some point, but like, you don't get the sense that like, They've it's like really a like met. a godfather relationship. Yeah. The other thing that kind of leading into this before we get into like the, the main fight and fights. stuff. Yeah. Is do, what does Reva know? Does she know that that's Anakin's son or does she just think he's a, like a, a child force user? It's open ended. I don't like that. It bothers me because it just then to me, I'm like, really? after all of her trauma and we already know that she's like, I'm, I did all this to hunt Vader that then her motivation is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go kill a kid. That's what I I get it. That's what I, so my, what I read on Reddit when I was um, trying to understand what the original darker version of the script was going to be, was that she did learn the truth and then she went to go reveal some portion of it to Vader and then um, had Vader kill her trying to extract it on purpose so that it would die with her. And like, it was and- like some sort of like, so that she could die with the satisfaction of knowing that she died withholding the knowledge that she yeah. was protecting a child from him. Um, which felt like a more satisfying ending. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that's verified. The whole movie, and and if if folks want to read about the original treatment, it's on For the direct one movie. Yeah, it's on the direct.com. And they had an exclusive interview with Stuart uh Beatty, who who had who had done that original plan. So, like they have a fight, but then Reva also says she killed Kenobi. That's oh. what he says. Huh. And that would make him so mad. And that's what made him so mad that he killed, killed her. her. That that also is satisfying. So but, that's what that's what BD said. But that wouldn't make sense because like he seems that in um because I don't know. Hope, he's like when we last met, like he's not like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah, that whole I mean it. I think other to explain that off is is challenging because it's the stakes don't seem that high in that compared to like 
you are my brother, Anakin. Uh, to then like the very calm, like yeah, then master. Although, like again, BD said that the the three films were about Obi Wan coming to terms with his death. So again, it's one of those universal things we all struggle with to come to terms with our own more our more own mortality. So it was the second step of the evolution in me that Obi-Wan now has to come to terms with his own mortality. Somehow in a prophecy or Qui-Gon telling him, there's going to come a moment where you're going to have to sacrifice yourself for the good. And then Obi-Wan is like, what? No, 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 no. I'm here to help. I can't, no. And get him to that point where Obi-Wan has accepted the idea that he's going to die and that he's going to die willingly at a crucial moment. And you will know that moment when it presents itself. So when that moment comes up in A New Hope, you understand that. And he recognizes that he's been on this journey already and he's waiting for that moment. And that's how he's able to make it so easily to do this sacrifice and die. So that to me, it was the second evolution, the second film, the second story. So for me, if I have anything to do with the second season of Obi-Wan, that's the character evolution I would like to take him on. That to me is really interesting. And like I said, universal. Okay. I I wish I, I wish the script was made. I wish that they did this they did his script. That just means we're done we're done with the Vader arc. Like basically Right. I, mean, I think and we're done with the Vader arc anyway. I think we kind of have to be. Because gotta Palpat- be something well, else. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the fight Vader scene. fight scene because that's really important. I think it's that great. is that's like Phenomenal. I think that's the moment that's the moment that everyone was waiting for. It's better than episode three. Yeah, that's the that's like a proof a proof point like for mm-hmm. the series. I think that's the big money scene. I think that's um yeah. that's the scene that's like of all like when I rewatched it, mm-hmm. and you know that the rewatch this the rewatch for me of the finale was something I um I I wasn't really looking forward to because I I struggled a little bit to get through it um because I was a little a a little bit let down um by the ending I I felt underwhelmed by the the ending ending of the finale so because it's it is yeah so for me like the rewatch was was a little bit tough but the fight scene the the lightsaber duel and the and the confrontation between obi-wan and vader slash anakin because it really does feel like there are three characters in that scene um is well ripping and yeah i feel like it's what's so so cool about it is that Obi-Wan's perception of Anakin, but then Anakin is like, You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Yeah. That's when Obi-Wan goes like, and he's like, Goodbye. Darth. Yeah. But like, that's when he acknowledges that Anakin is dead and that it kind of, kind of, ties into yeah. Return of the Jedi during one of those like force ghost moments where he's like, you told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. 
So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Like, obviously, he doesn't expect, I don't think Darth Vader expects it to go quite like it does, like, because... <laughs> no, to get his ass handed to him? <laughs> well, I mean, he's a little bit more evenly met at the beginning of the fight, and we know we know it's going to go back and forth, but there are some really powerful moments, like, you know, they both are able to use the landscape, which is... Um, Love throwing rocks around. Yeah, Jedi. reminiscent, reminiscent of the landscape is you know pretty hellish as it always is when when you green know. Mustafar. Yeah, it's a little, it's it's less savage Mustafar. No one's gonna get um, you know thrown in lava, Melted. but they really are going at it. You know, but it is an epic duel. Like we we yeah. get we get what we came for. And you see Obi-Wan in, in the form that you wanted to see him in. And, mm-hmm. and to your point, you don't get the journey to get him there. So that is something you just kind of have to take with a grain of salt. And like that, that to me is uh, to your point, I really would have liked to see it earned a little bit more it's development like, to see his skills. Like just like, it, it's not like driving a car, right? right. <laughs> it's even like with Ray. It's yeah. like when race in, in force awakens yeah. has that moment where she like connects when she's fighting Kylo Ren and it like Luke. clicks. Yeah. Or with Luke, you know, it like it's a projection her. of, of Luke. We see a projection of him. It's not really Luke kicking Kylo Ren's ass or like spitting in Kylo Ren's face but, in that last yeah, yeah, Jedi yeah. battle. There's at least a moment where you see, even in that fight sequence in a Force Awakens, yeah, she like believes, right? Digs and, in, yeah. Yeah. We kind of get that. I want what I net we've never got because I thought it was done poorly in Rise of Skywalker. I want that moment where it's like... What is he really calling? Yeah, yeah. because it's like, okay, the bond to the children, right? And like people have talked about like whether it inappropriately is like feeding into the um, Obi-Wan Padme relationship to like have it be this super strong bond to the children that is... then why does he leave Vader alive? Yeah. And I don't think it, I think it really needs to be more like they, they should have done more to show that, like you said, that brotherly bond between them and what a, what a true betrayal it was and what a true grieving loss it was to lose Mm -hmm. Anakin, Um, you know, really like show Anakin as a child like show that, you know, show, mm-hmm. show moments, the moments that we didn't see in live action from the Clone Wars, show some of those touching moments. Right. And because I don't instead get Instead of just yeah. pictures of like him watching Luke, like he doesn't know Luke, you right. know, he doesn't no. that he doesn't know him at all. And, and like him flying back to Tatooine, like just because he has a duty to protect him, like that's fine. But like showing him in that, in that moment when he's under the rocks, like, that isn't a, a moment of relationship. Like that's just a, a duty relationship. Like Leia, yes, like I get that. Sure. But um, there's yeah. no bond with Luke at all no. at this point no. in the story. No, and yeah, it's, 
it's tough to me in that fight sequence. I mean, oh man, I, I loved all the voice stuff where we're blending it and just yeah. like cutting in and out. It was like, I, like I and cried. I actually cried yeah, during me too. that part. The cracked mask. Like it that was, was what uh, I, that was really so what we came for. And but, I think that, that was a, that was a tribute. Like Hayden, Hayden's performance yeah. nailed it. The emotion. He's a good, he's a good actor. Yeah, it was a terrible director, right? Yeah, that was a situation where we had a terrible director, great storyteller, bad director, right? If Obi Wan acknowledges that Anakin is dead, and he, he he this is when he calls him Darth, why let this man live? Exactly. I yeah, don't understand. We just you saw him murder a child in the streets just yeah. for the hell of it. To, to goad you and you know what lengths he'll go to if he ever finds out yeah and to me these are his children you know that you'll a, have to again your could, own life down could be a thing where he's about to kill him and he hears he hears Qui-Gon go he has to live to bring balance to the force yeah you know you know he literally just tried to pull down a ship full of right children Jedi refugees <laughs> including yeah, Leia. yeah and it's like if there was then that thing where qui-gon's like no yeah is evil and that's as he when is, you hear him for the first time that would yeah. have been really impactful and then you see this like you see the like struggle and yeah. and then he and then he hears luke in trouble and he's gotta go yeah that also was like he's gotta run he's gotta get call? back to Tatooine. what's the like because you I'm like obviously you can't murder him like right because, because of all of the subsequent right yeah stories we, we know but, where the story is going to go yeah but um he sure could try yeah and again or maybe it's just he just sees that he it's like he looks master. at him and, he's, and he sees we see like young Anakin we see Anakin as a kid and he just yeah. is like I can't and then he can't, can't do, do it. it yeah I can't do it for the second time and I failed. And we see that like, cause you, you fucked up. Yeah. It's just like, it, it just feels, I mean, you did, you did it, but you did. It feels so bizarre. Like you, um, you like, or have a ship show up full of, you know, Imperials or like what, like whatever it is, like something, it just feels so strange to have him walk away yet again. And have the, have the grand inquisitor and other inquisitors come down and he's yeah. just like, I gotta or just like really a pang that pulls him back to yeah. whatever it is it, it but yeah it is it is it was a weird and like that's a number one like yeah question that i think everyone I, is kind of like yeah. what that doesn't make sense after all of the motivations that right that that's where that's motivations where original, are a right. big question for the whole show right um for everyone you know and i don't want to talk too much about the stupid fight sequence with with Owen and Peru and Riva. But I do want to talk about, I do think it was impactful, even though her motivations didn't make any sense of her kind of like seeing herself in the same position that Anakin was in yeah, about to murder this child and that she, that kind of breaks her in a way. And that we get this situation where it's just like, well, you're not him. Yeah. Like, and I do well, she like needed, that. So, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the, oh man, there are so many like orphans in the Star Wars universe, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, there are just, 
her and trauma is yeah her trauma she talks is about epic. like hiding under dead bodies of her friends yeah there's so we talked about this a little bit in um just in passing commentary about um book of boba fett but like when we were um talking about the mods like there's there's so few uh, like we don't see normal teenagers in the star wars universe we don't see like people who have parents and ironically the people in the star wars universe who grew up with the closest thing to normal parents that we know are luke and leia because yeah, for sure they have you know Baru and, and owen and they have um bail and his wife and um i think yeah it's it's ironic because they have the most like a horrific <laughs> parent yeah. story in the galaxy but like they're like look at han solo you know like look at um like a Jyn or so look at anakin like look at any like a obi-wan and look at reva like there's a are, lot of like there's kids like with a lot very of trauma few people with like look at mando look at look at um any Boba Fett. I mean, there's like they, hardly anyone has grown up with like a nuclear family, and no, they're all they all have like in extremely like inherited like, trauma, trauma and yeah. firsthand trauma. Like it's just hor- like mm-hmm. hardly anyone has any sort of familial ray. Right. They're all. Know, it's it's, in... it's what for what I guess the trauma that forges them in a yeah. way, but for so, good or I, for I mean, bad. I guess like. Kylo Kylo Ren kind of kind of you know he had he what? had a somewhat normal uh, <laughs> yeah. thing but you know was corrupted by the emperor so <laughs> yeah it's um largely thanks to Obi Wan that Luke and Leia had mm-hmm. a normal childhood it's interesting like that is I think a, a common mm-hmm. denominator and yeah. and you see that they're so protected because of him and that's a mm-hmm. that's a cool thing like obi-wan has observed what right. having such fucked up lack of family structure has done we'll to do. so many yeah. people and he and works so hard I, to protect it for yeah them. and i guess that's why he decides that luke is to go to <laughs> like that to meet luke somebody, and to go to alderaan so, this like recently turned inquisitor who who outside of bail is like the only one who knows where they live yeah, yeah. so but, but does then, she even know if it's anakin's son we still don't, I don't know. know you said I don't and know. i don't know and you don't know and we don't know that's the only like, thing that makes not sense. having a concrete answer that, that's the only thing that makes sense to me because i don't know why she would otherwise just go want to kill a force sensitive a random kid. kid it's the only but thing she that... does we does she know he's force sensitive I don't know. It makes no sense. And he, like, there's no proof of it. He sure didn't use you know, any. I don't know. We waited for a moment where he would use some sort of, like, send up some sort of signal, and he like just hurt himself, and yeah. didn't. Yeah i i don't under I don't understand that. I also don't understand. I don't understand then why does Obi Wan go to Alderaan? Like Leia demonstrated more force sensitivity by blocking interrogation oh, techniques. Yeah. Yeah, it's and assume, you would yeah. think that Reva would have known, like when she couldn't read Leia's mind repeatedly, that yeah. this is a force sensitive kid, and flagged that as right. like a right. problem. Right. Yeah, it's that's another thing I always have problems with is that 
one that no one detects that Leia is force sensitive and two that like repeatedly Darth Vader's proximity to Leia throughout the, the years he never like detects like hmm like why can't I interrogate this person properly yeah. and also why don't I know that she's my child sister you have a <laughs> twin sister yeah um yeah it's it, it's to me I don't under there's a lot of there's a lot of open-ended things at 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 the end of this season that are 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 screwy. Like, so Bell should have came to Tatooine because he said he was, and that could have been a thing where he goes, "You you got to tell Leia that I can't I can't see her," and that would have been heartbreaking. But instead, he goes there, putting everybody in danger. Right, because he's this—he's this like one of the most wanted fugitives in the war in the universe, and he goes there, and uh, then I don't under—I don't get that other than to be like, oh, they get closure, and he gets to tell her that they have to keep it a secret. So that's why she doesn't seem to know him when she sends the transmission in A New Hope. Um, I. I don't know. I think that's silly. It's left open-ended enough that you're like, maybe they'll see each other or talk to each other again before A New Hope, but probably not. And and like, then we, yeah, and then he's going to go back to Tatooine and is like, we don't know what happened hermit. to Reva. Yeah, we don't know what happened to Reva. <laughs> but are we going to get six episodes where it's like just him learning how to commune with Qui-Gon or is he going to like fuck with Darth Maul or like so is he gonna fall in love and maybe have a baby like who knows (laughs) I think I think we're gonna get another season to kind of close that gap in time maybe they'll tie in something from Ahsoka please God because it would be really lame if not but I think that there it'll be interesting because I, I i do like if they go down that road of him kind of like understanding that he has to sacrifice himself and prepare for that and knowing that that's going to happen i think that's a cool i think that's a cool like journey for like obi-wan to become this kind of like zen master who's like yeah. who's come to terms with his like mortality and yeah i I like that i like that idea there's really like i mean once you've accomplished and faced all of the things that he has like i mean you're gonna die eventually so he might as well make it with purpose right and he's got to learn how to become a force ghost so the show i give it a c (laughs) minus oh that's that's savage i I think I, I have to give it a, a B minus because of the um, strong female talent. Yes. The storyline is, t- it's a, t- it's tough, man. Like the, the, for me, the, that is a straight up F. Yeah. I think, I think that, that it, it had so much potential. Um, and I love the, the diversity of the casting. I love the diversity of the um, behind the camera yeah, team. It, and agreed. I think the, right, the writer's writing. room really could, could have made some better choices. I think that in hindsight of how they felt critics received movies like Solo. That's what did it. Rogue One. Um, they are like, oh no like with movies like you cannot tell me that a really good or one or two obi-wan 
movies starring Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson would not be blockbusters. Like you can't tell me that they wouldn't beat a a Chris Evans Buzz Lightyear movie at the box office. They should have started there. Mm Because people want that story. People want to know what happened. I mean, are we literally like, like, saying we're not going to see more i mean i get the taika waititi movies are going to be in like but that's, that's gonna years be, away yeah like I, we're we're not going to see any more beloved star wars characters on the big screen because uh, not for a long time that like it sucks yeah that to me says i i get i i i do love i do love watching Mandalorian as a serialized show I'm bought in that's a character who I like just I feel like just like Westworld right that's a show that I'm I'm watching on TV but what, um but Westworld but, Westworld is and Game of Thrones are yeah. like small potatoes compared to the widespread reach yeah of Star Wars. like Star watching Wars a, watching a space a battle on <laughs> a big screen like there are there are frames that i see on mandalorian that i would die to see on an imax screen mm-hmm. and yeah. that's how i feel about it. you know it's similar to um i think the the biggest and I think that this is a, some of the same challenges that Marvel's having with some of their TV shows, because just like we felt with like the lead up to episode three and then, you know, the back three episodes, it's the same thing that I I hear again and again from um, people who, who are Marvel fanatics watching a lot of the Marvel series you you love the the except for Loki. And I think that's like. Loki and Moon Knight have been the standouts that people have really heralded as like a triumph. And then the other Marvel shows, a lot of people save for Miss Marvel, which is new and going on right now. A lot of people have been very critical of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision and other um, shows delivery on finales and penultimate episodes. Oh yeah. Usually those are, they're, they're terrible. Yeah. They're usually very disappointing um, to a lot of audiences. And um, even as like a mega fan, like I've found some of them to be underwhelming, but Mm. Moon Knight, I think being the exception had no, no overlapping characters, no intersection to the MCU amazing stellar cast like oscar isaac can do anything well you know Mm -hmm. even a poe dameron (laughs) movie um and he like there were frames in that show that i was pained were not on a big screen because moon knight is a visually dramatic compelling Mm -hmm. comic book character and like just the, and the setting, you know, and this is an Egyptian right. um, directed show, um, yeah. an Egyptian character and like just the setting of Cairo at night and having moon night and having the pyramids in the background and, and the city in the background, the, some of the backlighting and the way the show was produced um, to have seen and, that in a movie theater oh, right. it would have and, been breathtaking and we're not going to get to see although they are um they're doing limited limited uh screenings of kenobi that would be really cool yeah um, i'd like to do that 
but like yeah i want to see that lightsaber that lightsaber scene yeah on a big screen or episode three you know like there are some moments i wouldn't want to see the whole i wouldn't sit through the whole series i don't think i could do i don't think i could do that (laughs) i could do it in like half like two installments but like yeah that would be maybe like 20 20s steven could do that 30s steven is <laughs> yeah go to the davis long. with like too long to a watch lot of for. a lot of liquor and yeah, yeah it's 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 definitely the way that we watch content has changed significant yeah. significantly yeah since early early days of of movies like star wars and marvel and so it's it's you know, you lament a little bit the way you used to be able to watch and look forward to the release of things like this. And, and I say this two and a half hours away from the um, part two of, of season four of Stranger Things being released. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, where... I'll, tell, I'll tell you, Brett, I've, I was more, I've been so excited about this show that it's been built up in my, I'm, I'm, I was excited, as, as excited for this as I was for Force Awakens. Yeah. And and it's a little let down. It's a, for... and it pisses me off because mm-hmm. I just wanted it to be better. And, yeah. And and that's probably a partially why I'm yeah. so crit- critical of the show, but it's like they have been talking about this 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 since like 2016 or 17. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been like 5 years of build up mm-hmm. for this and yeah. I just expected I given, you know, we have we have Ewan McGregor, we have Hayden Christensen. Yeah. That that it was just gonna be, I don't know, maybe even a little better produced, like more well, money. Well, I think if they had I think it's all about framing too. Like if you had said this show was Leia, you know, and you surprise right. everyone by bringing in Ewan McGregor or this is- you this said is this bigger show... than the Mandalorian. This yeah. is bigger than that. This yeah. is principal characters. It should have been outstanding. It should have been better executed than the Mandalorian, and it wasn't. Yeah. It should the have pro- been better written than the, the Mandalorian, pro- right. and it wasn't. You should have. You should have had. Like I think the thing is like, John, like and John Favreau sets the bar so damn high know. on everything he does. Like it's, you can't, you can't have John Favreau do everything. Um, right. You can't have Taika Waititi do everything, you know. You and I don't blame have... Deborah Chow. I, I blame that this, this is not the Mandalorian. This isn't a yeah. TV show. This was a mini series yeah. that really wasn't supposed to be a movie. They should have put in the same budget as if they were producing Force Awakens or, or it yeah. should have been bigger. <clears throat> and, and it felt co- and COVID era production is is it's shitty. Hard. A lot of a lot yeah. of really good um a lot of really th- things that had good potential have suffered sure. um from from that. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's a bummer. Um you know I think I think that everyone will learn a lesson from that and maybe even hold back. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the first one to complain when some things that I've looked forward to get bumps in production dates and release dates. Like I've been like whining, um, whining loudly, like as I watch, um, 
like the Marvels um, get bumped every six months, like like I'm because I'm yeah. a huge Brie Larson fan, and I feel like that's like one of the most interesting and complicated characters in the MCU. And you know, it's a it's a um, very representative storyline, and like it's now like late 2023, and I'm just like, come on, she's been like training for and like yeah, you know, and and that I think, but that's it's prob- probably a good thing because it's right it's going to enhance like they're not going to be filming it in the middle of a shutdown and a lot of the marvel movies that have have suffered from that same thing we saw in episode four of obi-wan where it's like shot in a dome and you've got stormtroopers walking into a wall and and it's very clear you have only a couple (laughs) character couple principal characters in frame because Mm -hmm. that's you can't the regulations yeah and yeah it's a shame, you know, they probably couldn't have delayed it more because people have filming schedules and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. But I do I do think that season two will be bigger and better because yeah. this 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 was huge. The streaming of this was like it set a bunch of records. Yeah. So they're gonna of course they're gonna cash in and yeah. and uh we're gonna get more and I hope that they that means that they get a lot more time to hunker down and give us a really solid script and the eight and it's interesting the demographics of people who love it um you know for people who say like the prequels were my you know my star wars movies are are loving it you know we hope that you made it this far listeners and um we'd love to hear your thoughts on it so send us send us a comment in the in the whatever um vehicle you're listening in if you're listening on spotify or apple podcasts or wherever you're listening and um we will be back with more analysis and more star wars goodies what's coming up next we've got andor in august and we've got bad batch we've got bad batch which is very exciting i i know nothing about second season of Filoni animated series no I mean I know nothing about the plot I know I mean I loved the series I loved season one so much but I know nothing about I mean I can only speculate about it's what we're gonna get from from what I Omega and the the boys in season two we've got uh we've got Gungi uh the Wookiee Jedi gosh yeah um but I always find Filoni really the second season really usually ratchets up in his nice. animated series. I think it's going to be on par with Rebels uh, season two, Sweet. which I really enjoyed. Yeah, Rebels, so. Rebels really ramped it up in season two. And then yeah. speaking of Rebels, obviously we're got Andor then. Yeah, right? we're then... learning. We're learning a lot more about um, where Rebels characters and plot points are popping up in all of the other live action series. Yeah, and Ahsoka, I'm sure there's going to be more Ahsoka teases. Yeah, and, and so. the, obviously Mando season season three has some was big that January or February was it? Yeah, some big some big Mandalore Bo Katan. Oh yeah, it's going to be epic so yeah a oh, lot of good so much stuff coming and so then much we'll get Star Wars. we'll dive into some we'll we'll we'll, fu- we'll catch up on some of the marvel stuff we've been missing because that's important to me too yeah well all right well and everybody i hope you enjoyed all of this <laughs> deep dive <laughs> into feelings. uh and feelings big feels. yeah and uh yeah thanks for listening goodbye there <laughs> goodbye that <laughs>